Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down... Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to once again the Bass Guy Get Beers. Brother, this is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Palatin. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host. Welcome back to the Mindset Alpha. I'm your host, Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. This is Q here with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Hey, here we are. Hey, welcome back to another edition of Chasing the Tide. It's your uh, saltwater connection on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Tonight, got a couple of my buddies, got one of my Jackson Kayak teammates, my tournament fishing partner, and one of my friends, uh, fishing cohorts, uh, fishing buddy, uh, tournament uh, competitor, extraordinaire, uh, you know, Kevin Wheels, along with uh, my teammate, Michael Fiorenza. What's up, fellas? What's happening, gentlemen? Rolling, rolling, rolling. What's going on, Kevin? You good? What's going on? Oh, it's going. Good. Going, going, going. Yeah, we just wanted to uh we're gonna recap um a little event we just had this past weekend. Um, I wanted to bring some of the competitors on and we kind of want to get a little insight, but you know, I want to recap everything and give props out to uh uh the finishers there, the top finishers. Um, you know, 
the wind played a big detail, you know, for everybody that don't know, if you're listening um, and didn't have an idea, we, we did a multi-species event, a two-day event. The first day you fish for your best three redfish uh, with an 18 to 32 inch slot CPR, you know, you got to identify our code and measured your best three fish, submit them for uh, day one. And then day two, we fished on a, a lake here in central Texas and we had our best five bass with a minimum of 12 inches. So, uh, the wind played a factor for sure on some of this stuff. Um, but yeah, we had a, you know, decent turnout considering there was other, um, events going on and we had some people put some fish on the board, you know, pretty dang cool. So overall thoughts, Mike, what was your overall thoughts on, on the event, you know, combining species and, and giving I, it I, I dig it. I like it. It's, same my thoughts on uh inshore tournaments too you know if you have more than just redfish or more than just trout and you're you're fishing for multi-species uh it makes it harder on the angler more decisions to make on the on the water and you know you got to work through that puzzle so i like it i like the, the redfish greenfish but I, I also you know prior to the saltwater side was fishing for bass right so it, it it's amazing how much you forget and then it's amazing how much you remember and it's this emotional roller coaster of trying to fish for green fish after you're so used to going after redfish all the time. So. Yeah, they do have some tendencies and stuff. But, yeah, that's why I wanted to bring Kevin on. You know, Kevin, Kevin finished uh, fourth, fourth place. He got a decent little, uh, you know, caught some bass that morning. You know, he I think he was one short of a of a five fish limit. You know, he he did he did good out there. You know, we kind of sent him sent him on his way on uh on bass drop helped him out you know a little bit um and uh he he actually had a couple good days in the water leading up to the tournament you know how, how that um those days ahead of the tournament that you got out there how much did that boost your confidence going into this man it was pretty it was pretty significant you know it'd be, you know i'm a i'm a saltwater guy so you know that that's foreign waters for me you know I've, I've been asking you guys a ton of questions but being able to hit up hit that lake up the previous weekend and actually land you know six bass that's a you know for me that's more than i caught in my entire life all in one day you know <laughs> and right. so it was a it was a good feeling but man I, um man that event was fun it was a lot of fun and and, and you know we all have our comfortable waters that we like to fish for me it was salt water and a few of the right. guys it was fresh water right and so man i think it's uh having a competition, you know, to, to, to test you on both sides, you know, is it's is, a challenge. It, yeah. It sets those parameters, you know, it, call, it forces you to, to really dial it in and focus. And I learned so much, you know, I learned so much on, on the, the weekend before um, and then on tournament day, you know, from you guys and asking the questions, but just my time out there, you know, I, I was really focused with those parameters and everything to, you know, be, kind of tuned into what I was doing. So it was a good experience, man. And I'm already looking forward to the next one. I'm planning on hitting up a, a, a pond this weekend. You know what I mean? It's going to be freshwater. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Like some, there's days where those lakes in central Texas right there, Fayette, Bastrop and all those, you'll have 15, 20 on the coast and you'll have five to 10 up there. So there's mm -hmm. days you, you, you might not be, you know, fishing down on the coast and you could sneak away for a couple hours in the morning there and get you in a little good little session and figure them out and they're power plant lakes so they're fishable all year long you know oh, yeah. the water mm -hmm. kind of maintains a little bit you know they they, they change their patterns kind of change a little bit they do spawn early in those pond in those lakes and everything too but there's quite a few decent lakes right there in that area uh you know there's another one around also walter uh, long uh decker is what they call it uh, that's another good lake with 
you know, the hydrilla, the eelgrass and the reeds, um, power fishing, you know, you know, you gotta, you gotta finesse stuff in there every now and then, but that lake, them fish's metabolism, them things are high strong like me. Them fish are high strong like Dustin in that lake, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Maybe so not that like, high strong. <laughs> I don't know, man, they, they was coming out and they was eating, they was eating that morning, they, you know, and, and that's the thing about that lake there. Um, Decker could have been an option for sure, but, but Fayette, just like what we had happen during the tournament weekend, we had, you know, we had, it was gusting 30 on Saturday. Actually, somebody went missing out of Port O'Connor Saturday in a little sitting top Pelican, you know, mm -hmm. with no lights. Apparently somebody said that they, they didn't even have a paddle. They just were like, I don't, I don't know. Drifting the full story to it. I'm not really getting into it, but it blew, you know, by the time I got off the water, it was blowing 30 on Saturday. The same thing yeah. with Sunday. By the time we were doing awards, it was blowing 25, over 25. Oh, easy. Sustained. You know, sustained. Sustained it, at it, that. And then we fished up until the last minute because we had an option to launch on the south end of the lake in which oh. people were people were like, oh, a bass trap. I said, whatever. Dude, if I'd have put every fish in the boat that I lost, I'd have been mid-90s. Easy. Easy. I had, I had a freaking giant, dude, just... <laughs> pull the old over under behind you you know you you, you set up well on that lake i mean you've won the tournament on that lake you i won a lake. few tournaments very, yeah, I very some checks well. on that lake yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. so yeah. It, you know it's it's funny with the coast to the, to the freshwater stuff you guys had you guys had no wind in the morning mm -hmm. right on Saturday, yep. y'all was and blowing twenty on you and Dwayne, Dwayne and I yeah. showed up, and it was white capping and blowing twenty already, and it didn't let up all day long. And we you still, you still put two fish on the board. Mike had a uh, a catch within ten minutes to go, and his his photo timestamp was one fifty eight and eighteen seconds. <laughs> yeah. said. So that was he a, got his, I'm going a minute and forty two seconds left to get that picture. He got it done. He got a what a twenty. 24 or something 24 and some change right there at the end you know pretty dang yeah. heroic move right there with the wind and everything dragging in the mud and everything because we had we had some weird tides that morning it dumped on us it dumped on me over here and it never came back in it was supposed yeah. to be a high tide but it turned around so fast that it didn't make it back you know it didn't get a push you know so it was weird <laughs> it was weird i think we I think feel. we were all i think we were all push push pulling ourselves in those kayaks through uh Six inches of water, most of fighting scooch. that wind, right? Yeah, I had a yeah. scooch in the U pick for sure. And, and you know, I'm 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 actually <laughs> carrying a little less weight. So I'm you know, I'm about twenty-two pounds lighter than about three months ago. And it's it's definitely made a difference paddling and moving around in that kayak, like turning around and grabbing stuff. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Um yeah, hopefully drop another it. twenty-two. I'm I'm gonna get back down to fighting weight, man. I wanna wanna be back in shape, dude. I've been been on it. I've been on it, I've been trying to be on the wagon there. Mm-hmm. Gatorade Zero and water and no cokes. Get out and fish in some more of those windy conditions, and that'll in that skinny water that'll that'll that'll. Dude, help you I know it'll whoop your butt. Calories too. <laughs> I know, man. It, oh man, it was, and the fish were stubborn that morning. You know, we were, we only had like a, I think the moon. It's new moon today because I had a rough time on the water today. I had four bites today. Put two fish in the boat. Trout wise, did lose a pretty good one, but, um, I think our moon, uh. Percentage is five percent on Saturday. It was kind of like a mid-morning bite, but the fish were stingy. They were spooky. They had them Halloween vibes, dude. I'm gonna tell you right now, spooky, spooky mm -hmm. as hell. Yep. Um, and they just, 
you had to get him to react. A lot of times I was just throwing a wake bait in front of him, just ripping it, trying to get him to do something. I think I threw it over 30 fish to get those four I had. It was rough. Rough. I can't tell you how many fish I threw at. And yeah, we had, had schools. See, I didn't even find schools. They were, we they were schools, all split up we and just like cruising. We had tails. We had crawlers. And every single time a lure hit the water, boom, they Gone. were down. It mm-hmm. was like, you know, we were throwing them into the grass mm-hmm. and pulling them out of the grass gently so that they just basically just trickled down off into the water edge. And even that would spook them and they were gone. Yeah. Well, I was talking to you at one time and you, you actually had a fish blow up on the popping cork. And like he hit the cork, hit the cork, <laughs> you know, because all those windy conditions, you know, a lot of times you're drifting along and it's just easier to just throw that pop of cork and just get some noise out there and just try to get their attention. And then a lot of times, you know, you might have a gulp or you might have a, a, a skinny water shrimp on there with some scent on it, you know, and you just a lot of times that thing's just floating around and it's bouncing around with the with the wind action mm-hmm. and the waves and they and it. They hit it when it's just doing that, you know, just floating around. And you just give it a pop every now and then just to kind of think there's a fish over there. It sounds like a toilet flush. You know, think you know, there's they, a fish blowing up over that's there. That's the – that's the. I really need a fish right now, so I'm going to find a windblown shoreline and throw a popping cork, right? Oh, yeah. That's one of them last-minute <laughs> heroics, you know. It's, it's like, okay, dang. we're going. <laughs> I, I really – I'll do that every now and then, but most of the time I'm just – I'm about – throwing my wrist off, burning that wake bait every which way, but loose, right, like yeah. fan casting the crap out that wake bait. Normally I can, you know, I've, I've pulled a couple last minute heroics with that thing, you know, just getting a reaction out of that or, or, uh, or like a Z, like the bullseyes, uh, the eye strike spinner bait, you know, doing that and thumping it around. Same thing, you know? Um, so yeah, so man, it was just, it's just one of them days. I, I like the concept. I like the challenge of it. I like, you know, because, you know, a saltwater vent, you can have multi-species. You can have like a slam and all that. That's fun. But then, you know, having to go and fish a lake you never fish like Mike and Greg Hurt. Greg Hurt put a limit up, too. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up finishing in third. You know, um, I, I did organize the event. You know, I, I you know, I just I just thought the right thing was to do was to roll, roll everything down. But but I'm being a little more in the background next year. So we, we ain't rolling nothing down next year. <laughs> You put up some monster numbers, man. You put up some monster numbers. It's, you know, it says something about, you know, the both of you, right? Both of you guys being able to fish freshwater and saltwater competitively, you know, within a one weekend, two day span, you know what I mean? And put up some extraordinary numbers. I mean, that's just, that's just, you know, that just shows like the the time that you guys have put in, you know what I mean? And so, I mean, I appreciate all the tips. Everyone was dropping me, you know, but yeah. uh, but it, 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 was, it was fun. I had a lot of fun. It was unique. Um, I look forward to the next one. I, I think uh, I think for this being the, the first or inaugural, you know, uh, go with this, man. I think with the wind and everything, I think the way you put it together, the way you communicated, um, it, it, it was pretty seamless. And I think uh, just at the captain's meetings and even afterwards when we were wrapping up, you know, everyone was, you know, man, everyone was had, had a good time sharing stories. And a lot of our, like the three of us fished different bodies of water. But mm-hmm. we all, you know, we had similar similar situations with the fish. You know what I mean? And yep. just just all that chatter going around was was it was a good time, man. Yeah, and that's what you know. That's that camaraderie that, that that's part of it. You know, because you had guys that like Jason Smith showed up. Um, he he saw it through some of the groups on Facebook, and he's like, yeah, he's normally just a bass guy, but he's like, man, I'm about to fish saltwater too. You know, same, mm-hmm. just like flip flop, but then it's like it's a challenge. You know, 
Um, you know, we had some people that kind of shied away because of the wind conditions and all that, but there's plenty of South shore lines on the coast to get away from the wind. Hell, we had uh, Lisa Garcia actually ended up second, but she actually went in once, you know, we rolled things down. Um, she actually won, won the event, you know, stoked on her for doing that. That was her first time using a tournament management app, like as a CPR event. She's done live weigh-ins and stuff like that. She had never used like a, a you know, a, a tournament management app to, to, to load her fish and, and do a tournament that way, which was pretty cool. <laughs> she tore it up. She tore it up, man. Every time I looked over, I mean, her arm was just a blur, like a hummingbird. She was casting, <laughs> you know, every which way. Uh, she she deserved that win. She had a little bit of a talking a little bit about the the, the saltwater side. She had a little bit of calamity that morning, you know, get, getting going and everything, man. But, you know, like like Mike, you know, just keep grinding away, turning oh, yeah. in that fish in the last minute. You know what I mean? It's so it's so easy for like, you know what? I'm just going to call it. I'm going to head back, you know, so oh, I think yeah. everybody really just kind of to the last it. minute. You it never know what can that. happen. And that's a prime example of what happened exactly. with Mike. Put a fish yeah. on the board right there. Well, how many how many team tournaments have we done that, Dustin? I mean, just <laughs> grind, grind, grind. We got five more minutes. Let's let's push it five more minutes. <laughs> uh huh. Pull this happened, fish this happened more time than than yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's a big thing. That's a mental. That's a mental thing. Stay mentally strong all the way yep. to the last minute. You know, don't don't give up and don't don't. You just keep grinding. Yeah, and that's why I was talking. That's why I brought up that with Kevin. He, him having that decent pre-fish the weekend before uh -huh. definitely helped his confidence levels and everything. And, 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 you know, he was able to come in and, and have a little confidence going into the day two of the event, you know, um, you know, and I, I just want to give, I, I want to give a shout out. I really appreciate everybody that showed up. You know, we had some people, you know, a little skeptical of the wind, but you know, that's why we pick a lake with uh, launches on either end of the lake or if it would have been this time of year, you never know. Is it going to be North Northeast? You can launch on North park. South, southeast, south launch on the south side. And that lake was fishable. The whole lake was fishable pretty much up until about 12. And then it really started getting after it. And you kind of kind of had to find some protected areas. But it ah, was still catching fish up until the last minute. Man, it was it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, I got I got wet. <laughs> oh yeah. You're crossing <laughs> back across. The, yeah. Crossing back across into the wind. Oh my god, I was soaking wet by the time I Yeah, got it was to fun. But yeah, we won't. Thanks, thanks to everybody that came out, and thanks to all the support, you know, from Three Bells, Paddle and Fin Podcast, um, Catch, uh, Duke, and, and uh, Nick over at Catch, getting the trophies, Dwayne, um, designing those for us, and getting the Three Bells logo on there for the title sponsor there, and, um, you know, getting them here in time, and everybody was stoked on the awards. Waterloo hooked it up. I know Lisa broke a rod on Saturday, so she ended up winning a rod. Um Kevin and Mike both end up walking away with reels, and Kevin won the other salinity also. Got a full combo, got a pair of sunglasses. I mean, we got a lot of killer prices. Lisa won the uh, Orion Core 25. Big th big thanks to Jackson Kayak and Orion Coolers for donating that. Um, I mean, we had a freaking spread, man. We had a yeah, spread. Everybody of walked away. Everybody walked away with something. Raffle yeah. and giveaway, and, and that's how it's going to be next year. Next year we're going to have that. Already got a um, commitment on the uh, – on, on one of the leader uh, individual leaderboards for like day one for the redfish um waterloo's gonna step up to the plate we're gonna have a first through third guaranteed payout 250 150 100 that's guaranteed that's separate from your entry fee and then we're gonna have a title sponsor for for the day two leaderboard which would be the you know your best five bass and it'll be the same thing 250 150 100 guaranteed payout to the top three 
and then your um, entry fee would be your aggregate total and then you'd have side pots next year we will continue to have the big bass and we'll have a, a spot pot but we're also going to have a um slob flounder division we're going to have a a, a a saddle blanket division <laughs> so we are going to have a flounder pot next year also so we'll have three side pots so i think that's going to be pretty cool my second red the second redfish had four spots on his right side on his right side yeah his <laughs> his left right side, side. <laughs> yep and so we were only measuring from the left i was like uh it's one of them deals, man. It's like, you know, you're just so used to measuring those fish with their left side up with their, you know, facing that facing away, facing to the left, left side up. It's just, you know, you don't want to get people in the habit of measuring the other way. And then they go to fish yeah. another tournament and then they have fish DQ, you know, yeah. it's just one of them deals, you know, and then we kept the, you know, bass drop. There's a lot of fish. I mean, that fish, that, that lake, you can, you can have like 50 fish days in that lake. And there's a lot of fish in a 12 to 15 inch range. Well, that's why we moved the minimum down to 12 inches. It was going to give everybody a chance to catch fish. Um, I know I had quite a few people message me after the fact. You're like, dude, that tournament was rad as hell, dude. I know Eric Porter was stoked on it. Eric, can, Eric fishes. Eric's cashed quite a few checks on Bass Drop too, and he loves the salt water. So he's like, dude, I'm in that next year. You got to keep me posted. I said, well, it's going to be same time next year, uh, October. Set it up. Good fall fishing for bass, and the redfish will be on fire, hopefully, again. And we're going to have a good time next year. We'll have a lot of sponsors lined up again. I got a little more time to work on it. You know, I only planned this one about three months back. Um, but we're going to have, you know, just like this one, we'll have third-party judges through Paddle and Finn. Um, the people who judge, like, the noobs tournament and stuff over on Paddle and Finn, and we'll have some stuff um, in store with that with some of our sponsors. And, uh, we're gonna have a good time, man. I'm looking for. I'm already looking forward to it. I mean, I'd like to do a whole series on it. Maybe have a stop somewhere, just have a boundaries for the salt and fresh, like on the Sabine River. Have a one, like a day one, you know, down around uh, Sabine, Anawak, Redfish, and then fish the actual tidal fishery for bass the next day. There you go. That'd yeah. be fun. Yeah, and then say have a Rockport, Ranzas Pass, Corpus, and then fish Choke Canyon. And have like a middle coast kind of Matagorda, Port of Vaca, Sea Drift, Port of Connor, and then fish bass trout has like a three stop. I don't know if I'll be able to handle all that, but uh, <laughs> we, we still definitely doing one next year. Let's just try to get, let's try to get, we got the inaugural one out of the way. Let's try to get one more in under the belt and then kind of see where it goes. Um, I think it's, I had a blast, man. I, that's all I know. I just it's I a good it. recipe, man. I think I think the recipe of the salt in the, in the fresh water is definitely you're definitely onto something there. You know, takes people uh, out of their comfort zone too. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and that's yeah. good for your fishing. That is good because mm -hmm. you learn stuff, and there's stuff that you learn bass fishing that will translate and transition over to redfish, and there's stuff from the redfish side that will transition and translate to the bass side. So, not only does it you know, give you confidence in other things, but it, it does boost your knowledge. And then you learn yep. stuff about fish that you might not have known. And, you know, there's a little more to the bass fishing as far as reading maps and all that and studying lakes and learning their patterns and their seasonal patterns and, and what they're doing and everything. But I'm going to tell you right now, you can go and bass drop and throw a pink fluke all day and catch the crap out of them. <laughs> I'll give yep. that away. <laughs> yep. that, that's what I was doing, you know, uh, 
and it, and it worked for me. I just think that, you know, um, I mean, you're right, right? You just learn, you just learn, like I said, with, with, with being in a tournament and having a time limit and, and, you know, um, it, 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 it just forces you really to, to improve your fish ability and, and be productive. And, you know, it's like if, uh, I mean, I always, always compare it to if you leave your house and go for a walk, if you walk around the block every day, you know, that's, you, you do that cause you enjoy it. But the moment you like put a stopwatch into the equation, then you start measuring, like you want to be faster. You want to work on your time. And I think that's what leisure fishing versus tournament fishing. I think that kind of does that, you know, and so yep. not being a freshwater guy and entering this tournament, you know, um, mm -hmm. set those parameters for me to where I was, you know, a little bit more aware of, of what was working, what wasn't working, you know? Yep. Um, and so it, it's, you know, I, I took a lot, I didn't take a trophy away, you know, finishing fourth and stuff. But what I took away is, is, is much more valuable for me and my growth and development and, and, just talking with all of you guys and kind of hearing everything, you know, um, was, was, I look, like I said, um, I hope they continue, you know, and I can share, I, there was a lot of people that didn't have any familiarity much with, I think someone caught their first redfish ever from a kayak, you know, and, mm -hmm. and sharing with them some of the stuff that I've learned and I've learned from you guys, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a back and forth so to really just, just, let's have more time and more fun and, and more productivity, you know, well, on the water. So, one more bass, a 17 and a half inch bass would have put you up into third. Or one more yeah. redfish, a, even an 18 inch redfish would have slid you on. Reds didn't want to cooperate, man. Like yep. those, like everything you guys were saying, I, I dealt with. I just picked an area that was, I mean, I didn't have much to work with. You know, I, yeah, I probably could have got out and walked, you know, 90% of the waters that I, that I put myself in. Yeah. <laughs> <You might be. laughs> I did. <laughs> I was dragging the kayak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and for me, you know, I got out there on the bass drop and it was 15 minutes in i'm like you're joking me i've got this tied now i'm hooked on this i'm snagged on this i'm having tackle problems right because i was late because gps took me to some guy's driveway 15 minutes away <laughs> to try to access the ramp right because i put a pin mm -hmm. drop on the ramp and uh i, I called dustin i'm like dude I'm, I'm i have no idea where i am i'm coming back I'm, i'll be there shortly yep so everybody launched and it was me. <laughs> so yeah, I was Don. late trying to, and Don, and then and trying to put it together and get myself back in the game, get my head in the game and get going. And then the, the initial tackle stuff. And, you know, when you go through all of that, um, I went to comfort fishing because I saw, I saw a couple bass in the slop where they were actually pushing in up mats, in the slop yeah. and in the mats and their backs were coming out of the water. And I'm like, Okay, that's all I needed to see. I'm throwing a frog. So I changed everything to a frog and throw a frog. I think it was like third or fourth cast, send it out there. And boom, big blow up, hits it, pulls it. I set the hook and I had my drag backed off on my reels. Mm. And I had never tightened I my drag. Because, you know, I always loosen the drag. And, you know, that fish, that was a good fish. That was probably one of the bigger fish that actually – that weight wise that i felt all day long but i lost nine fish drop, <laughs> just doing stupid stuff that i shouldn't be doing because i'm yeah. not bass fishing regularly yeah getting them to blow up through the mats and so, get a good hook set is tough at times yeah. you know you got to let them take it depending on how thick the mat is how aggressive they're feeding and all that does play in play into yep. the, the role there big time but yeah man that was a, was a pretty cool event you know i was stoked on everybody 
coming down. You know, uh, another Jackson guy came down, Greg Hurt. Uh, Lisa Garcia won. Uh, Mike took second in spot pot. I got big bass. Um, Greg Hurt got third. Kevin fourth. Um, I go around the top five, and then uh, Jason Smith came in with a with a uh, fifth place. Five bass, no four bass. He had four bass. Didn't get his five. Would have been. Some you know, do you know what we also did competitor wise very well for this? Um, we kind of all know each other through yeah. through Facebook, right? Through or, Facebook. or through tournaments yeah. or through anything else, social yeah. media. And uh, we were able to talk to each other and say, "Hey, you know, I have no idea where I'm going to fish for redfish because I'm a bass guy." Yeah. Well, come on, you know what I mean. Bring it. Yeah. Let's go. Right. And I think that that was really good because it, it, it it's not like that normal tournament where you're you're you want to protect your spot, you want to protect everything. You know what I mean? It was yeah. no, nah, let's go, man, let's go. No, nah, we like I said, we. I'm, I'm going to need all the help I need on freshwater. Right? We had a couple other guys that were going to show up, but they just couldn't make it. We had one on the way back from the KBFNC, and then they had some stuff going on. Richard Penny and his son Jake, and they were going to fish, and I was just like, "Come on down with me, you know, I'll put you somewhere, and y'all, you know." Let's go blind cast this all down this bank, and you're like, you probably gonna find something. <laughs> you know, just put them, put them in the right area. You know, just like you did with Dwayne. Dwayne actually, uh, you know, prayers go out um, to Dwayne to having his family. You know, he had some uh, medical complications with his daughter; he couldn't make the day two. Um, so yeah, uh, thoughts and prayers for for you know him and his family. And then uh, yeah, man, it was just a cool little event. You know, I appreciate everybody coming out. Um, you know, and then, then there's some other stuff going on. I'm just going to bring up some of this other <coughs> jackhole stuff, man. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Here we go. Let's let's yeah, dust and go on a rant. This isn't no spot-burning rant. This is, this is a rant about a, a tournament series. That, I don't know. I don't really know what to say, man. It's kind of – I might get too mad if I really talk about it. <laughs> Okay, so there's this tournament series that's going to have a tournament in Keith Lake area, and they're going to set up at the Keith Lake launch with duck season going on. Second weekend, old rig, second weekend of duck season. Second weekend of duck season. And then all of the marsh down there is blocked off with the leases. You, you, it's going to fish super small. Everybody's going to be stacked in Texas by you, for one thing. So we signed up thinking there wasn't – we didn't know there was a mandatory meetup the morning of. Hold on. I'm on night on. shifts, so you're on night shifts. I'm on so night shifts, so no I can't get there anyways. But that—that's yeah. why I was just like, I'm on night shifts. When we get off work, we'll be able to fish, you know, within 45 minutes, an hour of me, and we're fine. We're good, and then we'll just get off the water at noon and haul ass back, and we're we're good. I wouldn't, you know, I'm not gonna fish home waters, but I was gonna fish somewhere closer, somewhere between Matagorda and Galveston. I wasn't gonna fish over here. But, you know, I was on night. So that was the whole deal. And then we was like, well, we can't do this. And then Mike was questioned, you know, Mike questioned, you know, the entry and then the, the, the meetup and it was mandatory and all this and that. And then freaking this tournament director goes freaking ape shit. And then well, kicks us out of the group and says, we're not in touch with the kayak community. I, asked, yeah, I wish I, I had a screenshot. I'd share it and let people see this. I, I asked for clarification <laughs> and then it kind of escalated from there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I left it very simple, like, hey, Dustin and I can't make it then. If it's gonna be yeah. if it's gonna be mandatory, Dustin and I, I, I spoke with Dustin and, and we can't make it. 
you know, and I asked for a refund and it tailwinded from there. I mean, it entirely went spiral out of, out of control. Right. And uh, we got thrown out of the group and yep. then there was a post made and then there was a video made. Yeah. And then there were more posts and questions that popped up. And then after the fact, Danny opens Terrell, it up to a, it opens what, it up to 70 miles, 70 mile radius. Now you don't have to check in. How about that? How about them apples? But so Terrell pissed me off the most was that post and saying that we, he called us, he called somebody, I guess he was referring to us. I don't know, calling us pot lickers. And he don't even have the defi- definition of that. Right. You know, a pot lickers, when somebody comes up on you, you're already catching fish and they're, they're, they're going to invade your area. But he referred to that and then he kind of paired us in about not being disconnected from the community and compared us to those walleye anglers, which was like, what in the hell was he thinking? Right? Oh, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin's shaking his head. Kevin's uh, part of the group. It's too. unfortunate, man. It's yeah, I was unfortunate, man. You know, when you when, when you run a trail series, and I get, man, there's you know, I, I would never even jump down that realm and try to take that on because I know I understand there's a lot of behind the scenes and a lot that goes to it, right? But um, these guys aren't rookies when it comes to this, and I think it's unfortunate that every stop this every stop that they've had. You know, this is the first one where they've done this. And I don't and I know you two guys, right? You guys love to fish and you guys wouldn't have signed up for this if this would have been, you know, um, yeah. if you guys were well, aware. Right. And, and so, if, yeah. yeah, if and it was blatant, and, if it was yeah. told that this was a shotgun start uh-huh. and we couldn't make it, we would not have signed up. for it, Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's that would have solved the whole issue. Right. So I never would have grown from that. His never whole thing from that. insinuating we're scared to fish other bodies of water. We fished you know, all apparently over knows, the place. Uh, damn, I went to Connecticut. I went to Okeechobee <laughs> this year. I'm Gulf Shores. Uh, all these lakes. You, I do map studies and all this crap, you know. And it's like, damn, dude. It's not like we're not in tune with the community and with fisheries and different areas. It's just like, man, it, it really struck a nerve, you know, because, you know, he was like, well, we're we're in it for the sport and we're in it for – this what, and that and i'm like dude what ate me i'm a host of a podcast mm-hmm. we got a platform too uh, i'm involved in the kite Doesn't, fishing community with jackson sh- and it's just like we man. share part we spare we share sponsors with him i oh, mean no. we, <laughs> i mean it's you know at it what ate me was my mind what really ate me up was the way that it was responded to. Yes. And it was like, it didn't need to escalate to that. It no. was, Hey, and as a tournament director, it, he, he should have you know responded I mean? in a different way, but he, he's got a track record. So he did this okay. to Chris on the first one, Chris. And then he, uh, uh, Lewis? uh no, no, uh, Drew's Drew's brother, Chris, uh, Oh, Chris uh, Turner, Turner. Yeah. He did this to Chris. And then when, Chris Lewis said something. He blew up and made a video about it. So Chris made a return video about it, right? Yeah, and I'm like, I this, this is like kindergarten shit for a tournament yeah, trail, man, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. it does not need to escalate to this stuff. It really yeah. doesn't, you know. But there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of extracurricular banter that's really unnecessary. At the end yeah. of the day, you guys, you guys Absolutely. realized it was something you signed up for something that that really didn't fit your parameters, and rather right. than just saying, you know what. I'm glad we caught this before before the day of and refunding your yeah. money. But I think that, I think all that was the way it should have gone down. But the extracurricular, putting a post, 
talking about the cheating walleye national scandal and putting that in the same conversation with we refunded a team and talking about, you know, judging, you know, or, or criticizing their, you, you know, this team's uh, willingness or, or, or cont contribution to the sport. You know, we, we I haven't think that been refunded unnecessary. Yet. Let's make this clear. We haven't been refunded yet. Messages uh, are being ignored and I've sent Amex on them because I'm, I'm, I'm sick of chasing <laughs> it. I got better shit. Yeah. There's some, there is some, right. there's some chatter around <laughs> refunds in the past too. A little history. Yeah, we've heard of, oh yeah. Something in the, in the past with some, some guy named Jonathan, right? <laughs> uh, you know what, Jonathan, Jonathan wasn't there. There was a handful of them. Uh, or a handful. Yeah. To, you can't, they they had had to, you have to pay for the whole season, correct? They had to pay the whole season series up front and, and then they canceled, they canceled one of the events during the season and didn't refund for that event yeah yeah that's so, a good i one mean too. it's it's a but it's it i'm gonna put that all in the past right because oh, it's all in the yeah. past. i mean we were going but to try to start gets, over but you yeah. know what gets me it this is this is what really this is where i think anybody that wants to take a tournament trail national and make this big event needs to understand that kayakers are not boats Right. exactly we that are not boaters right there the reason we fish like this is because we can launch anywhere yes. we spend more time keeping fish alive and dedicating our time to making sure that we have healthy fish for weigh-in even after fishing all day and driving two and a half or three hours and we're stopping in. and checking the fish we've got all the time changing water out we've when we can live wells in the truck we yeah. are uh -huh. pros at this right yeah. i got o2 <laughs> on my live well on my so yeah. i think we've you know, had we got it lined out the last couple of years what we've had two fish die in the live well everything yeah, else has died on the stringer before we even got to the live well right yeah so i mean it's we have a pretty good track record of keeping fish alive. Uh, um, but you can't group kayaks into a boat regiment. If yeah. you're going to do a shotgun launch, you need to have a body of water that's suitable for all kayaking types. And that's fine. If you want, if that's the, the rule, every kayak tournament has its own rules. If you want to have a shotgun launch in a location, have a shotgun launch in a location. People that like it will fish it. People that don't like it won't fish it. That's uh, that's just the name of the game. Just like, right? just like Hobie and Bass and all that. Hobie don't allow motors. Absolutely. You don't like not allow Absolutely. motors. It's all good. So, so, I mean, but you can't group kayakers as boaters. And no, that is the biggest it. mistake that tournament trails make. Because we have an entirely set, different skill set. And we have an entirely different way of approaching things than boats. And if you try to make us fit a mold, it doesn't work. True, and it actually it actually is detrimental to fish health and to conservation, yep. because you're you're, you're forcing people into this box. I'm over here. I'm over here grinning because I think you guys need to get a little bit more fired up. Yeah, so that's uh, <laughs> you know, I mean that's that you know it's what we do. You know, um, kayaking is not easy, right? And and there, this tournament kayaking is is different. And you guys, we all understand that. I love the fact that you just had a tournament, Dustin. And you fish tournaments, you know what kayakers do, right? And until you're in those shoes, you know, until you are leaving your house at, 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 at 2 a.m. and launching at 4 a.m. and paddling miles and miles into the wind, pitch black, and then, you know, doing everything to right to keep those fish alive. And, and, and you know, until you walked in them unless shoes, you're going you through all of that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's really hard for an individual to set rules and parameters and say, listen, this is 
this is this is how we're going to do it and this is going to work for you guys because this is what works for the boats it doesn't correlate like that you know what i mean so i think that's i mean i understand the passion you guys getting fired up i love it um but that's that's what we do you know what i mean yeah. that's what oh, we yeah. do you know we're not boat anglers we're, we're not we're not recreational kayakers like we put in the blood sweat the tears the, the, the financial component of it the time you know and and it and it's and it's different it is different and it's a lot deeper and there's there's a lot more fabrics to, to what we do i believe yeah. um as, as kayakers and so i think that's why whenever we have these tournaments i think that's why there's such a camaraderie because we can look across at everybody and kayak kayakers from my experience over the few years at these competitions we're not we're not like some of these other events where i see the boaters looking at each other sideways and doing this and that we all understand what we went through to get there to that to that way in right and we all share mm -hmm. our stories and we chatter about it and so you know like i said the whole thing is unfortunate i, I you know i think it could have been handled differently but yeah for you know, sure outside of us being friends like i don't think you guys did anything wrong i don't i don't believe any of that stuff and the guys that know you know that oh, you yeah. guys don't fall into that category so absolutely absolutely yeah I'm just, just irritating just to see that. It, you know, our uh, I guide, right? I guide, I, 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 I write articles. Um, you know, everything that I'm involved with is helping people fish, fish better and get better myself, right? Yeah. Um, you know, volunteering, time volunteer, you know, hell, Dustin, I just volunteered to judge an online tournament for, for Heroes on the Water. You know, we're we're active in this community to a greater, much greater ex extent. And I think that kayakers, as well as boaters, I mean, boaters have a lot of stuff going on as well. Um, we just have a different flavor, right? Because we, we're, we're kayakers. We've got a different flavor of, of, of the cuisine there. Um, but in, in the end, we're all chasing the same thing. And we're all trying to be good human beings, stewards of the environment, and, you know, have yeah. a good time and challenge ourselves, right? So uh, uh, I just I think I think it's unfortunate. I think it escalated to the point where it didn't need to. And, and well, as, as far as I'm concerned, I have no desire to go fish the series, it, you know, uh, so I, I'm not going to I'm not going to spend my money or sponsor money on the series. So <laughs> that's the way it works is what it is. Yep. Maybe it would have went that handled a different way. Maybe it would have had a different outcome. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of hat you got on there, Kevin? Uh, Waterloo. Waterloo. Oh, oh yes, one of them raffle, one of them waffle prizes. No, <laughs> this pretty uh, sharp right there. Or no, is that I bought this one. I actually, I actually out. went into, <laughs> I went into the store and bought this one. Sweet. I was doing, I was nice. doing some work down there in Victoria, and I swung in. There you there. go, going in, nice. Jimmy and the guys. Uh, yeah, big time supporters of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And myself, man, that's a. Mm -hmm. Great little company there. They they got things lined out, man. They're gonna have a big sim showroom coming up. I'm gonna have a, have some goods and goods in there, man. It's, they stocking up in there right now, getting ready to get it all ready to go by the end of the month. Hopefully, looking pretty clean in that shop. Lots of tackle, um, everything in there now. It's a, it's a full on tackle shop along with the custom rod building and everything else. You can get in there, pretty dang cool. Um, but yeah, man. I know we, we kind of went off on a rant there for a little bit, but it was just it just I mean, <laughs> a little, little bit off my chest there, uh, and, and uh, get real and raw on that, you know, because it it's kind of struck a nerve. Yeah, yeah, don't give, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, <laughs> hey, I appreciate you guys coming on, recapping the 
Redfish, Greenfish, Smackdown. Uh, it was good times, man. I, I enjoyed all y'all coming out. Um, I'm looking, man, I'm looking forward to next year already. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, ready, ready for real. Like, get down and dirty again. Chase them. We just don't need that water to bottom out as much as it did. <laughs> it made it yeah. a challenge. Though. I, felt, damn I felt damn so bad. I felt so bad for Dwayne. Oh, yeah. Dwayne's, got, Dwayne's got, he's got bad knees. He had knee replacement and surgeries on the other one. And we came back out of this little cove, and I'm like, oh, crap. That happened to me coming yeah. back outside of a little little marsh drain. I went back in this little back lake and I was coming out, and there's a little point that comes across right there, a little sandbar. When I was coming back out of it, I was like, oops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry, man. I, I would have we would have gotten like, like, I was there was there was no, and it's kind of soft. So I was like, it was like 50 yards of scooching. <laughs> yeah. And all three of us. All, all three of us run motors, right? So we, yeah. we always get humbled. We always get humbled in those moments where we got to scooch and, 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 you know, cover all that, oh, yeah. cover all that, all that water by paddle and drag, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, I did a was, lot of uh, mule kicking and yeah. a lot of dragging on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and in the only deep pocket back in there, I hooked this, what, 38, 39 inch black drum monster yeah. on a, on a gulp so corp. You, you wasted 30 minutes on that. 20 minutes, 20 minutes. I'm out there. Like, Come yeah, on yeah. for crying out loud. <laughs> I've been oh, there before. Man. On tournament day, you know? Yep. Yeah. <sighs> well, yeah. Once again, guys, thank y'all for fishing the tournament. Thanks for everybody that supported it. You know, you know, thanks to all the listeners out there in the podcast land that, that listens yeah. to this uh, show here, chasing the tide. And, uh, you know, y'all got any ideas or anybody y'all want to be guests y'all go to check the facebook page chasing the tide on facebook and uh drop us a message let us know who y'all want to see or hit my personal account let y'all know who y'all want to see on the show or if you want to come on the show drop me a message we'll just have a roundtable discussion like this you know these are always cool to have you know so yep thanks guys we're gonna wrap it up uh cue the outro we out hang tight Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Fin. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddle and fin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures, your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related, 
on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs, when in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.